So now he says, Arjuna Uvacha Satham Bhishma Maham Sankhe Dronam Chamadusudana Ishubhi Pratiyotsyami Again, addressing Krishna as Madhusudan and Arisudan. One who destroyed Madhu and one who has destroyed his enemies. One who has killed his enemies. But you are telling me what? Krishna said, I didn't tell you anything as yet. I was just quiet. I just told you, stand up. I didn't say go and kill this one yet or that. Krishna has not said, but he wants to say. And you can see Arjuna saying, he says, Katham Bhishma Maham Sankhe Dronam Cha Madhusudana. Hey Madhusudana. Is the sound clear? Hey Madhusudana. In the middle of the battlefield, battlefield, how can I, again, I and my, how can I, so ego and egocentric attachment, I and my. So, how can I, in battle, issue be pratiyotsyami? With arrows shoot at who? Bhishma and Drona, who are Pujarha, who are worthy of worship with flowers. They are worthy of worship. And how can we even shoot at such people? Who you are not even with words supposed to say, you, you, you said it. It is said, you should never point your finger at your guru or your elders or say, you, you, you. You are like that, you said it. Even saying like that is really shooting arrows at them. Even that you are not supposed to do. Therefore, Katham Bhishmaham Sankhe Dronam Chamadusudana Ishubi Pratiyotsyami Pujarha. Those who are worthy of worship, how am I going to fight with them with sharp arrows? You can now see Arjuna saying, how can I kill my own people? And all said and done. Don't think it is an easy thing. Your loved and near ones, and if you knew the relationship that Arjuna had with Bhishmacharya and with Dronacharya. Bhishma loved even Duryodhana and others. But Arjuna, because of Rijuswabhava, childlike nature, even though such a strong and mighty warrior and archer, it is said that even at that age, when he would go to Bhishmacharya, Bhishmacharya would make him sit upon his lap, no? kiss his head, 
He would sit on his lap. He was such childlike. That much love he had from Bhishma. And Drona and Arjuna's relationship you can understand. Drona Charya, Arjuna was his best student. And all said and done, a teacher and a very good student's relationship is of a very different type. He admired his guru. And that guru loved him. And when you get the love of the guru, you admire him even more, you know. And these are not ordinary people. It's not just, first you're talking about Duryodhan, etc. But now he thinks, Bhishma and Drona I will have to kill. It's not just these Duryodhanas. Not these Dushtas. There are people here who are even worthy of worship. How can I kill them? And now you can see the very tune changes and you can see the sheer sorrow in Arjuna's heart. Guru Nahatwahi now you can see that Arjuna want to switch his job. He says, Gurun Nahatwahi Mahanubhavan. Instead, Ahatwa, these gurus, both of them are his teachers, who are most noble, Mahanubhavan. This word Mahanubhavan, Anubhav experience of people of great knowledge and experience. What a loss to society when such people are either dead or they are not even respected in the world. What a loss it is when people do not gain knowledge from these people. But in the war they are going to die and such people of such great experience he says rather than Instead of slaying these great people, it's better that I, a Kshatriya, who's supposed to protect, acquire wealth and distribute wealth, I'd rather become a bhikshu and go and beg for food. Means become a Brahmin or become a monk and go and beg for food rather than fight a battle as a Kshatriya, as a warrior in which I have to kill such great men of experience, such stalwarts of society, such prominent people of society from whom society has benefited, I think it is better that I renounce all this and go and live on Bhiksha. 
बिकॉज हथवार्थ कामांस तो गुरु नहीं है बट इफ आई किल दैम इवन इन दिस वर्ल्ड माई अर्थ एंड काम my wealth and desires will be stained with rudhira pradigdan will be stained with their blood so after killing them whether i get wealth or pleasure will it not be always tainted with the blood of such great people can you understand krishna rather than fighting forget all this kingdom let me go and become a brahmin or let me go and become a monk and let me go and live on bhiksha which means asking for food and that's enough to live in this life what else do i want so rather i live in poverty in beggary rather than to kill these people Now you see here also, I and my, and another dangerous thing that is happening is that Arjuna wants to take up the role for which he is not fit and give up the role that which he is fit for. He is giving up his own swadharma. and so beautifully at the end of this section shankaracharya explains what is moha or delusion when we have a false sense of identity when we don't know ourselves and we have a false sense of identity this i i i is the ego the scriptures point out that the self which is pure consciousness when we identify ourselves with this limited body mind and intellect and through that become this perceiver feeler thinker and gurudev would dramatize it perceiver feeler thinker then we also become the doer and therefore the enjoyer i know grammatically that's not the right word but enjoyer and the sufferer <laughs> from the spiritual standpoint when i do not know myself and consider myself to be the individual person and i am the doer and why should i do or what should i get out of it this i i i is the ego not the absolute i and associated with this i anything that i hold on to i am attached to or i feel that it belongs to my 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 so beautifully this is summarized by ramchandra ji in shri ram geeta where he says may or more torate maya this i and my you and your is maya 
Maya means delusion. Moha. It is only out of our misconception about ourselves not knowing who we are. We have a delusory notion of ourselves and the delusory notion of the world that this belongs to me and this does not belong to me or belongs to someone else. This I and my rises from the delusion regarding myself. Who am I? And from there begins all my sorrows. Shoka. Sorrows. Then when I don't know even my empirical self, my aptitude, my skill, my talent, what will I do? Take up roles that are not suitable to me. And therefore delusion regarding my course of action, delusion, delusion regarding my swadharma, my own duty, my own dharma, my own course of action. And even when people do their duties, they do it only for artha and karma, for only wealth and pleasures. That's why you hear even today this statement, I did all my duty, what did I get out of it? Is duty for getting something out of it? If you took up a role for getting something out of it, it is not your swadharma. Your swadharma, your duty, according to your own nature, will compel you to act in a particular role and you will find a sense of fulfillment in it, which is far greater than the results of wealth as well as pleasures. Those are byproducts. They are not the goal. Now you can see what danger Arjuna is venturing into. By not performing his duties, by saying that this battle is going to create disaster, he is in fact allowing disaster to take place. By not doing his duty. And then decides to go and do something else. It's like the engineer wanting to do a role of a Doctor, obviously. Okay. He will make only bionic arms. <laughs> Sometimes that might be better. <laughs> but uh, see what will happen. So therefore you see, now this delusion. I think it is better that I go and ask arms than to fight this battle. Continues to say now.
Now you can see that the split in Arjuna's mind and intellect is so wide that he is totally confused as to what he is supposed to do. All his suppressed and repressed emotions of the past, his vasanas, are suddenly his likes, dislikes, my, I, all of them are creating this gap between his mind and intellect and therefore he says, I do not know this. Which one or what should what course of action should I take? I do not know. Kataranna Gariyaha. Yatva Yatva Jayema Yadivana Jayehu. I do not know whether I should conquer them or they should conquer me. Yaneva Hatwana Jijivishamaha. Killing whom even we do not want to live. Those people, the sons of Dhritarashtra, are standing in front of us. Even the sons of Dhritarashtra, after slaying which I do not wish to live, stand facing us. So now he's so confused also whether I should kill this Duryodhana, Dushasan etc. Or should I allow them to kill me? Again Krishna is silent. Because when man speaks, God is silent. In that silence, Arjuna realizes that he has got no, he is exhausted all his arguments. And if he was convinced by his own arguments, he could have commanded Krishna, take me out of this battlefield. But he can't. On one side, his intellect tells him that something is wrong here in your vision, in your thinking. On the other side, his emotions are pulling him. And this eternal battle that takes place in our mind is between uh, our inner equipment, is between our discriminative intellect and our emotions. Very rarely there is a conflict between two duties. The conflict mainly is between our duty and our emotions. Between our kartavya and our bhavana. The conflict comes when our emotions, likes, dislikes come into the picture. Then the conflict with our duties or that which we are supposed to do or that which is right we should do. The conflict comes in. We blame the situations of the world. 
but the inner conflict is between our intellect and our mind our ideals and our emotions our duties and our likes and dislikes which creates this confusion and arjuna begins to now realize and unlike duryodhana this is the difference between duryodhana and arjuna arjuna admits that he is confused and this is the famous verse which triggers off the bhagavad gita and if this is not what arjuna did we would have not got the bhagavad gita this is the verse of surrender try to memorize this verse निश्चित स्वभावोषपावर्ड Stolen away by this karpanya dosha. Now he calls it as dosha. He calls it as a fault. He recognizes earlier he was glorifying it as the pity that I feel or the compassion I feel. But karpanya dosho pahatasvabhava. My mind, my nature. my balance has been overpowered by this karpanya dosha now this karpanya dosha has got very beautiful shades of meaning kripana the word means a miser means this miserliness it's miser now who is a miser who is a kanjus one who has something see a poor man cannot be called as a kanjus he doesn't have he doesn't spend but someone who has got wealth but does not spend it for his needs or for right causes such a person is called as a miser in some scripture it is said that not one who does not spend but one who has no mastery over his senses which means such a person does not make use good use of his wealth that person is also called as a miser that's why you know we find also you'll say also that people know 
when they throw these big, lavish, wasteful parties, and when you go to them to ask for donation, it's a gap and juice. Such a miser. So, even if you don't use your wealth for the right reason, such a person is a miser. Therefore, these senses were meant for something great. And if we did not regulate these senses, tame these senses and direct them for some greater achievement, then of course, we are misers. Because we have spent our energy, we have spent our thought, we have spent our discrimination in wasteful things. In Vridhanya Kapanishad, this word also comes by saying that those who have got this human birth, having got this human birth, and in Viveka Chudamani, Shankaracharya has pointed out how rare is this human birth? How rare? And until unless we understand the rarity of it, how are we wasting that human birth? He points out amongst 8400,000, means 84 lakh types of creatures in the universe. In that also there are sub species, genera, etc. After going through many, many lifetimes in these forms, most of them unintelligent forms, we get this human life. In this human life also, if you read Kindle Life, Gurudev put it very simple. There are stone men, there are plant men, there are animal men, and there is man-man. Man-man, woman included, of course. You know? We say, no, in woman, man is included. Okay, woman, woman. Woman, man, no? To even have the human quality, there are many people physically may be human, but they are like stone, like plant, or like animals. And amongst human beings also to get a cultural upbringing, education, I'm not talking about just school education, cultural upbringing. How rare it is that most people don't even get that. And in that, to have some noble qualities within yourself and to develop the sattvic temperament of the mind, the purity of the mind. And in that purity of the mind, to have aspirations for something higher. And in that, also having got a chance to come under the wings of a spiritual master. Having gone that far in the evolution of the soul, if one does not strive to attain immortality or to attain the truth, then indeed such a person has committed suicide, which is worse than murder. And what is Arjuna doing? He doesn't want to kill, but he is killing in any case. Who? Himself. It is called as spiritual suicide. Even in Upanishad says, 
Atmana Hana Jana. No? The people who have killed themselves. Killed means physically not. Having got such a precious human birth, having got the most evolved equipment, the intellect, which can discriminate not only between good and bad, but even right and wrong. Because results do not come according to just good and bad. A good thing can be done wrongly and a bad thing can be done rightly. Does that mean? You can tell someone a good advice, but you can tell it wrongly that that person actually bounces back at you. And you can tell something really nasty, but so sweetly. That that person actually tells you thank you. So, does this happen or not? No? See, you're so intelligent. I didn't have to give a big elaborate example for that. You got it right away. So, right and wrong. And even in that, to have an Einsteinian-like mind to recognize what is permanent and impermanent. But more than that, a Rishi-like mind to know that if everything in this world is relative and impermanent, we should not waste our life in the impermanent but seek that which is permanent. And those who do not make use of their intellect, they are called as Kripana. They are called as miser. So can you imagine how many misers are around? In the world I'm talking about. No? Thank you for tuning in to this episode by the Chinmaya Mission. If you like what you hear, please consider subscribing. If you're looking for exceptional and detailed content on the Bhagavad Gita and how Lord Krishna's advice to Arjuna is relevant to the hurdles you face today, or understanding your mind, or explanations on Hindu scriptures in easy-to-understand English, the Chinmaya Mission YouTube channel is the place to be. All links are in the description.